That's nice. That's nice. I, I think that's what we call a cold open. I think that's how we should um, we should open the podcast when people listen to it on a player. What do you think? I like it. Okay. No, do we? Uh, we're going to use the actual banter we did, not the not me telling you we need a cold open, right? Uh, cut all of this. Okay. Like cool. The last minute, just cut it. Okay. Cool. It will go away. Um. Yeah. So. Uh... Hey, welcome to the Boardbox Extras podcast. This is another episode of our weekly recording of 20 Minutes of Boredom with Board and myself, Subtle Rebuttal. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Board. Hello, Subtle Rebuttal slash Boardbox. Hello. I'm happy that you called me by my full name and not the shorthand name as if we were familiar with each other. <laughs> You've got to do some more work to get to that. You're still in the friend zone. Yeah, well, I, I recently was told that I was unfollowed by you. That's why I'm using the board box handle. <laughs> that is true. I, I unfollowed Subtle Rebuttal uh, and then refollowed him. But um, for the purposes of the joke, I recorded my unfollowing of him. That was nice. That was nice. I, I think that's what we call a cold open. I think that's how we should um, we should open the podcast when people listen to it on a player. What do you think? I like it. Okay. No, do we? Uh, we're going to use the actual banter we did, not the not me telling you we need a cold open, right? Uh, cut all of this. Okay, like cool. The last minute, just cut it. Okay, cool. It will go away. Um, yeah. So, uh, hey, board. Uh, welcome to uh, twenty minutes of boredom. Um, this is uh, our weekly twenty minutes that we we hang out and talk about games and games news. Uh, just a reminder to everybody: uh, we have a strict twenty minute time limit. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start the clock now. Um, my name is Subtle Rebuttal. I'm a co-founder at Boardbox, and I'll uh, allow Board to introduce himself. I am Board, a.k.a. Board Elon Musk, and the other co-founder of Boardbox and, and many other things. Many other things? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mysterious. <laughs> All right. Um, if you guys have any questions you want us to cover during the podcast, you want us to be talking about, news you want us to cover, um, hop into the board box discord. We'll make sure to put the link in the show notes, um, on the podcast. Uh, and there is a podcast channel in there. So the board box discord podcast channel for any questions you have about the show, or if you just need a place to hang out and talk games. Um, all right. So board, I think to kick off, uh, our wonderful format here, let's talk, uh, about boredom store updates. So, uh, first and foremost, we have more items going up in the store every week. We're posting items every day. I think we're selling at least one item. Um, or have a new item coming up for auction. Uh, you want to talk about some of the games that we have in the store right now and that are coming this weekend? Yeah, so we've got a bunch of horses in the uh, in the store from a game called Derby Stars, um, which I would describe as sort of Pokemon meets horses. You know, you're collecting them, you're training them. They're getting better and faster and more powerful. Uh, by the way, isn't it kind of mind blowing that Pokemon didn't exist until 1996? It feels like this like timeless franchise, but it's actually pretty young. I'm I'm 18 years old. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> um, so so that's Derby Stars. We've got a bunch of cool cool horses. Um, some of them got snatched up, I think, but uh, there's there's a bunch more. Um, we've got more shrapnel uh, items. So we uh, we had a batch of ten. Uh, items called Sigma containment units. Uh, for those unfamiliar, Shrapnel is a extraction first-person shooter. It's super slick. It's coming soon. Um, the currency in the game, uh, not 
like literal you know currency but like the game economy is called sigma um and so these these containment units basically are going to help you earn sigma and also get access to play the game earlier so uh, a bunch of those are going to be in the store um and then we've got some items from the board box vault from some of our past partner friends uh over at cypher at walker world and forgotten runes and uh, one more thing on Shrapnel. Uh, I think we got a hold, if I remember right, we have a rare Alec operator card uh, that we're going to put in the store as well this weekend. Yeah, we, we, uh, there, there's different classes or rarities uh, of these operators, um, and, and we have a rare one. So um, we figured if we're doing the Sigma containment units, let's do, a, let's do a bit more Shrapnel stuff. And those operators are pretty hot commodities. And yeah, we'd love to... We'd love to get uh, one person in the community to pick one up with boredom. So excited to see who gets it. Cool. Um, all right. So uh, there's one other boredom store update. So yesterday we launched a new feature on the website, um, game pages. So we now have every game that we put a listing up in the boredom store for. If you click on the game name itself, it'll actually open up a page with the description of the game and all the history of all the previous item listings that have, that have happened with the game as well as a, a very new feature, uh, the ability to upvote or downvote the game itself. Uh, now, you have to be logged in in order to do this, but when you upvote or downvote a game, it helps us understand if you like this game and want to see more of it in the store or if you would like to see less of it in the store um, going forward. Uh, and that's going to help Board and myself when it comes to sourcing awesome items from our game partners and also help us understand who cares the most about which games and eventually we'll personalize some stuff. So yeah, so uh, game pages uh, came out this week. Uh, not the not the not the biggest feature in the world for everybody, but definitely a big deal. We've got all of a sudden thirty five game pages up on the up in the store and ready to go. Yeah, and please do vote. Um, you know, it's a it's a small, uh, easy you know task, and um, we're going to do it as, as well. But we definitely would love to see feedback on what what game items people like and which one are which ones are getting a little bit less attention, and we can sort of tailor you know who we negotiate uh, with in terms of game studios. Yep. And just a reminder, the votes are private. Uh, this is not, uh, we're not asking you guys to, to shill on Twitter or something like that, or, you know, get a, get a mob together to upvote a game. Uh, we just want to know what you personally think. It, it'll help us so we can, we can start build, getting the right stuff in the store for you. All right. Now on to, as I mentioned last week, the reason people listen to our podcast about games, and that's to listen to bored and subtle talk about movies. Um, <laughs> are we talking about movies again? We have done three episodes of 20 Minutes of Boredom, and in now two of them, we are going to talk about movies. Uh, so a quick uh, update from last week. We missed um, the other video game-ish movie that came out. We talked about Dungeons & Dragons and the Mario movie. Uh, there was a movie about Tetris that came out on Apple TV. Um, I'm just going to quickly share. It's a delight. Good movie. Would, would, would recommend. It has very little to do with the game IP and a lot to do with the story about how the game came to market. And it's like high drama spy stuff. Uh, but super fun movie. Uh, would recommend. Yeah, definitely enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, the story of how Tetris became one of the most played games uh, and distributed games in the world is very interesting. They added a lot of uh, exaggerated scenes and whatnot. But generally speaking, a lot of it's true. Um, and uh it's it's as I, I I agree with uh, with subtle. It's definitely worth a watch. Very stylized, good acting, and uh, some cool uh, nuggets of information that you can share at parties with friends. Um, speaking of nuggets of information to share at parties with friends, I have a hot bit of news for you, board. 
I like my news hot. It is. It is fresh. I just got it out of the toaster oven. Um, all right. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie over the weekend, since we talked about it last week, and I'm assuming this is because of us, uh, had the best opening weekend of all time worldwide for a worldwide animated movie release. So um, I think we can take credit for that. Well, I, I'm shocked to hear this because, you know, I got a 55% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes. So I just thought it was going to be a bomb, but apparently people liked it. Yeah, I, I also heard that at some point in time, the critics hated on the original Mario video game, too, um, and Donkey Kong and, I don't know, the whole list of IP. But yeah, yeah. so uh, it turns out people really like um, Super Mario Bros. movie. And uh, please pay no attention to the background noise. I um, heard it. Uh, okay, cool, it, is, it is cool to see, like, sort of the comeback story. You know, the, uh, the original live-action Super Mario uh, movie was absolutely terrible, I think Nintendo learned their lesson that they have to carefully, uh, you know, control how their IP is used in in a game. And uh, basically, I heard from everybody that, uh, you know, if you're a fan of of, of video games or Mario, you'll enjoy the movie. And uh, I look forward to seeing it. Still haven't, but looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it should be good. I think we both watched the Tetris movie. Um, All right. uh, Let's talk about actual game stuff. Um, You did an interview, uh, I think it was yesterday now. Um, it's now episode 23 in the podcast feed, Gaming 101, The Business of Fun with Paul Bettner, um, or Wild Paul on, um, on Twitter. Um, I, I think we should definitely talk about that, that podcast and that interview. It was personally, just as the guy who doesn't know all that stuff, really cool to listen to. Uh, it's already a top three played podcast for the Boardbox Extras feed for the year. So definitely people liked Paul. Um, guy worked on all kinds of really cool games i I think we can start with you know coming up in the world of building age of empires which i know you and me are both personally big nerds about um just really cool stuff yeah anybody who who built games like uh, age of empires i i trust to make a new game he also worked on uh, words with friends and all the sort of with friends games um which probably has had more playtime than any other game uh, he's ever made uh, not as hardcore of a game, obviously, but pretty pretty successful in the industry. So, yeah, he's building a game called Wildcard. It's uh, he describes it as a summon MOBA, but basically you've got sort of two two opposite ends of a stadium. Um, you're trying to attack your opponents; they're trying to get to yours. You're launching all sorts of creatures along the way to stop your opponent from getting to, to your goal, and, and you're progressing down the the stadium towards your your enemy. Uh, it's super fun. We played it, but Paul's a great guy. Um, and we had a, uh, an hour long, uh, conversation about the business of games. Um, and, uh, before I get into kind of the, the, the main topic, I do want to say that they have, uh, an upcoming mint for what they're calling a wild pass, which is essentially a battle pass for the game. Um, and that's going to basically come with a bunch of cool stuff for anybody who holds it. Um, and I won't share specific details, but I will say board box members are going to get, some hookups very soon for this game. So excited to share more about that. Um, but yeah, we, we really talked a lot about esports and sort of what is broken uh, in the world of esports. Um, for, for anybody who isn't familiar, there's this sort of, um, you know, uh, genre of, of uh, c- competition within the video game industry, which is people playing uh, high stakes, uh, ultra competitive uh, games against each other and this often takes place with games like league of legends or super smash brothers or call of duty or fifa um but there's been a really sort of broken uh part of the the overall business model 
which is um, there's a video game. Uh, all the esports companies have to pay that video game um, to have the right to let you know to let them hold these events and you know do prize pools and you know distribute this this competition uh, to players. And that's made it a really tough business uh, to sort of maintain over time. And Paul and his team at Wildcard they studied that and they're building a team, they're building a game that really is designed for not only the players but for people to watch and enjoy. And so they're they're sort of flipping the uh, the esports model on on its head and they're basically saying you know hey you know esports leagues players comp- competitors go do whatever you want you know like we completely support. Uh, you building competition around this game in many cases will encourage it. Will even like contribute to you building up these championships, um, and you can go monetize it however you want because we respect you and we know that you know you having these competitions and 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 doing esports around our game uh, is actually free advertising. So it's a really sort of like obvious and logical way to do this. <laughs> the the old the old world of sort of video games just haven't wrapped their heads around this or just don't feel comfortable allowing their, their IP to be monetized by these other sort of esports organizations. But that's what Paul's building. So we spent a lot of time talking about that. And, uh, you know, we, we both played the game and enjoyed it, but I will say that um, of all the web three games that we have tried so far, um, this is one where I, I legitimately feel it would be one of the most enjoyable games for me to watch someone else play in addition to playing it myself. Yeah, the when we were playing it, I, I remember commenting a number of times just the balance and the effort to find balance within the the game was was really great. Uh, for example, there's a there's a creature where they, it's like a it's like a swarm of bees. They're all mechanical creatures, um, but uh, basically they they have like one hit point each. But there's six of them, and they will rip you up if you don't take deal with that problem quickly. So they're easily countered by one strong uh, attack maneuver. But they have to be prioritized by by the person who's defending against them versus all the other stuff coming at them. So like you have these these balanced situations inside the game, which I think are interesting. But they also create the balance. I think creates something that's really fun to watch, like any sport. Um, I, I think I, we've talked before about the fact that I really enjoy uh, watching soccer or football, and um, <laughs> the that sport is completely about balance and then consistently counterattack, countering whatever the strength is of your opponent. So a team with half the level of skill can still beat a team that's all skill because of the way in which they frame themselves or set themselves up to approach the the opportunity. And I, I just think that that makes for a very watchable, uh, very watchable um, game or I guess, you know, dare I say sport, I guess e-sport would be the term. Indeed. Indeed. I made it electronic. Um, cool. Uh, then, yeah, I think the other thing I wanted to call out from there. A really interesting insight that actually came from you, Board, uh, not from Paul, but I think as you were listening to Paul, um, you put together a pretty cool concept here. This idea that when he started working on Words with Friends, um, and just like you summed up kind of his journey there and talked about the idea that like the iPhone was just a Game Boy that everybody was willing to let them see play games on. So like it would be weird for your mom to have a Game Boy and play candy crush on it because the game boy is a symbol of something different than what like your mom stands for but um your 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 mother playing candy crush on an iphone totally makes sense because it's also the same thing she uses to communicate with her friends and it's also the same thing that she's she's using to talk to um to make phone calls with and other you know other reasons that she'd have that in her in her purse so i thought that was really interesting and just the idea of how it like 
Um, Paul's worked on a number of these different platforms that have, or games that have kind of been market expanding. Like they found new people who didn't play games before and, and brought them into games, which I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what that looks like with Wildcard because I can imagine it's not so much the esports players, but it's the audience. And bringing a new audience for it would be a, a pretty cool outcome for this game. And not to mention all the wonderful Web3 mechanics. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Paul Paul basically shared that he was one of the first people to go from like the, you know, quote unquote, serious core gaming industry into mobile games and, and designing mobile games. And um, back in the day when I worked in the uh, video games industry, I, I got to sit in um, on a lot of focus groups and especially talking to people who didn't consider themselves gamers. Um they they would feel this sense of shame in public if they were playing like a Nintendo DS or, you know, some portable unit because everybody knows then they're playing video games and there is a stigma for certain groups um, to be seen playing video games. It, it might look like a waste of time to others. And it's not a real necessary perception that anybody on the outside has, but people internalize that. And, uh, and that's really unfortunate. Whereas, you know, holding a phone, who knows what you're doing, right? You could be checking your work email. You could be doing mm-hmm. something quote unquote important. But the reality is, is that it went from, you know, hundreds of millions of people playing games or feeling comfortable playing games to billions of people feeling comfortable playing games. So, um, and so he, he knew that and he recognized that and he designed games early on before anybody else did. I mean, that reminds me of the work mode button on the, uh, back in the <laughs> yes, during the NCAA button. tournament and they'd be live streaming the games and you hit work mode, all of a sudden the TBS website would just switch over to uh, cover the whole screen with an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> so good so yeah, I, that's like I, a that's like a, a thing that you know 10 years from now if you explain that that joke people won't get i that. i want to put a work mode button on the on the board box website now that's good all um, right we'll, that'll we'll, make everyone over 40 laugh yeah so that'll that'll right. be an easter egg for the old folks uh that, that sounds good uh because we established earlier i am 18 years old um all right cool so uh yeah definitely listen to the podcast with paul it's awesome it's episode number 23 it's the one that appears before this one in the podcast feed it's worth your time uh it's best listened to while fast castling and potentially doing scout raids in age of empires 2 but also you could listen to it on you know over a cup of coffee um cool yeah uh, i think we're at time board uh are you ready to wrap this thing up let's wrap it okay um yeah, so join the Boardbox Discord. Uh, link in the show notes. Uh, check out the podcast channel and let us know if you have any questions. Um, the podcast you listen to is Boardbox Extras. If you're listening to us on Twitter, please go ahead and subscribe on your favorite place where casts are podcasted. Pods are casted. Casts are podcasted. <laughs> Could have done that better. We'll work on that for next week, folks. This is why we record live, so there are no edits. Um, all right, cool. And otherwise, I'll see you next week, Board. GG. GG.